Support for this podcast comes from Predictive Hire. Predictive Hire is a frontier interview automation solution that solves three pain points in recruiting. Bias, candidate experience and efficiency. Their customers are typically those that receive an enormous amount of applications and are dissatisfied with how much collective time is spent on hiring. Unlike other forms of assessments, which can feel confrontational, Predictive Hire's first interview is built on a text-based conversation. Totally familiar because text is central to our everyday lives. Every candidate gets a chance at an interview by answering five relatable questions. Every candidate also receives personalised feedback. AI then reads the candidate's answers for best fit, translating assessments into personality readings, work-based traits and communication skills. Candidates are scored and ranked in real time, making screenings 90% faster. Predictive Hire fits seamlessly into your HR tech stack and with it you will get off-the-richter efficiency, reduce bias and humanise the application process. They call it hiring with heart. To find out more, go to predictivehire.com. There's been more of scientific discovery, more of technical advancement and material progress in your lifetime and mine than in all the ages of history. Hi everyone, this is Matt Alder. Welcome to episode 333 of the Recruiting Future podcast. The events of 2020 and 2021 will shape how talent acquisition operates for years, especially when it comes to recruiting automation. In the past, automation in recruiting has often been dismissed as impersonal and ineffective. However, As technology has developed and strategies have changed, the immense value and inevitability of automation is becoming clear. My guest this week is Jeff Uden, Head of Talent for UK Supermarket Iceland. Like all frontline food retailers, Iceland has faced some unprecedented talent acquisition challenges during the pandemic. Jeff gives us an insight into the innovations these challenges have driven and Iceland's successful use of automation to radically enhance both the candidate and hiring manager experience. Hi, Jeff, and welcome to the podcast. Hi, Matt. An absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Could you just introduce yourself and tell us what you do? Yeah, certainly. So I'm Jeff Uden. I'm head of talent for Iceland Foods and I'm responsible for all recruitment and training that happens across the Iceland group. Now, there's probably a few people listening from outside Europe who who may not know exactly who Iceland are and the kind of the scale of the operation. Could you just give us a sort of a quick introduction to Iceland? Yeah, I mean, Iceland is a uh, major food supermarket within the UK. It um, has or it's part of the top 10 supermarkets within the UK and is uh, one of the leading retailers in terms of frozen food. Now, I've been trying to get someone on the show who works in frontline retail pretty much ever since the the pandemic kicks off. And it's um, all of you have been so busy that this is the earliest that I've managed it. Tell us about the challenges that you faced from a talent acquisition perspective over the last 12 months. Uh, I think... 
the word that's been used for this year has been unprecedented, isn't it? And and that's come through so often over this past year, certainly. Uh, but it's it's been no different within the UK retail scene over this uh, crisis, really. When we first started off back in March of last year, you know, we obviously had some sort of idea as to where things were going and um, particularly with the lockdown and the impact that that would have in retail. But we were fortunate in food retail in terms of being one of those essential businesses that were allowed to stay open. What that did mean, though, was that um, sales uh, dramatically increased for us and um, we had to therefore increase the number of staff that we had within our stores very, very quickly. And we originally looked for around about 3,000 people uh, to increase our headcount by, but in the end had to recruit circa 5,500 people in the, the space of eight weeks at the start of the pandemic. Now, I'm presuming that at that point, you weren't set up to recruit that many people that that quickly. Would would my thinking be right there? Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, normally at Christmas, we recruit anything between sort of 1,200 and 1,800 people. And we normally have that lead time of a couple of months uh, on the lead up to Christmas in order to make sure that we've recruited that number. But to recruit those five and a half thousand individuals over such a compacted period of time, we certainly weren't set up to do that level of mass recruitment in that way. How did it pan out? How did you manage to how did you manage to be successful with it? Well, with that particular element of it, uh, what we did was we centralized our recruitment. Um, our cent- our recruitment team uh, took on board the recruiting uh, in order to purely take that um, additional task away from our store managers. You know, our store managers needed to be in the position of making sure that the customers were still being served and making sure that we were playing our part in terms of feeding the nation. And we from a recruitment side of things, realized that that was the task that we had to undertake. And so therefore, we went through uh, and sifted through all of the relevant applications and carried out the recruitment process. And, and what did you learn by going through that process? I, I know that you've you've done some innovative things since then. Yeah, I mean, the, the biggest challenge to us was about... Despite what we'd always looked at through our recruitment process and that ever-increasing or or, or that continuous need to be making sure that things are as simple and as efficient as they possibly could be, you know, we did find that actually over that particular period of time that perhaps things weren't as efficient as they could be. Um, Perhaps things were a little bit more bureaucratic than what they could be and actually from a candidate experience point of view as well, um, particularly with dealing with the number of applications that we actually had. So over that particular period of time, we received just shy of 300,000 applications in those eight weeks. And, you know, my concern was also about um, what was it that the candidates were experiencing out of this? You know, these individuals were coming to us out of a genuine need and whether that genuine need was about a fear of potentially losing their jobs, uh, whether that need was that they were on furlough and weren't receiving as as much 
uh, income as they normally would do, or uh, worse still, you know, there were a number of individuals that unfortunately had lost their roles over that particular period of time. And we needed to make sure that we treated everybody fully respectfully over that time to help them through their particular situations. And, you know, we needed to make sure that that worked for us as well. And what came out of it in terms of innovation? Did you look at different types of technology? How how have you sort of moved forward from that? Yeah, so what what we wanted to do was, uh, and what we identified was perhaps one of our, our key blockers about this was that sifting process for us. Um, as I said, over those eight weeks, we, we dealt with 300,000 applications. And, um, you know, I was in a position where I was going, we don't know if this uh, crisis will come back. We don't know if we'll go back into the same sort of position at a later pe- period of time. But also we knew that we had those uh, peaks of recruitment as well, where we received a significant number of applications. And we wanted to be able to slimline that process down for our store managers, make it as effective as possible uh, with the least possible time, um, but also make it a really solid experience that built confidence for anyone who was actually applying to the business and helped us to or helped to reinforce the brand of Iceland. And a lot of people who apply for Iceland haven't actually shopped in an Iceland store and don't understand what the culture and feel of the business is like. And we wanted to give a really accurate representation of that at the same time. So by having a look at it, I needed to understand how we could give a great experience at the least possible time, but also making sure that those individuals who were coming to us and were applying to us, we could understand whether or not they were a really solid fit with what we required uh, from somebody working at Iceland. So was it technology that, that helped you solve that? Yes, uh, it had to be. It was the only way in which we could do it. Um, so I started uh, having a look, and it was actually during the those first eight weeks, started having a look at what technology we could possibly use, um, whether or not it was uh, through sifting, whether or not it was through testing. And basically, it came down to two systems for us. Uh, one was based around um, situational judgments testing, and the other one was uh, this system that we're now using through predictive hire. And you know, the main driver behind that was the the introduction of artificial intelligence in terms of uh, that assisting us in making some of that those initial sifting decisions that we had. Um, but it was also about uh, making sure that wherever possible the um the actual process itself felt as human as it possibly could you know that's a key thing around the iceland culture uh is around you know we talk within iceland about feels like family and we certainly want our people to feel like that within our stores and we want we need them to understand that our customers are part of that bigger family as well so we wanted that human touch in there we wanted people to feel as though they were really respected and they were valued um but also to a point of the store managers had 
as much influence as they could uh, in terms of making the decisions for the right individuals. What does your process feel like now from a from, from a candidate's perspective and, and indeed from a from a sort of hiring manager perspective? So um, the, the process is that the hiring manager uh, advertises their relevant vacancies on our um, applicant tracking system. Um, that is left open for uh, a minimum of a week. And what happens is, is that in the background, uh, individuals then go through, ap- apply through uh, whatever channels they want to do that, uh, whether that's through job boards, whether it's uh, through our direct uh, website itself, uh, actually go on to there. Now, in terms of that process, again, one of the things that I did was um, simplified that process right down. And what I was very mindful of was that in a lot of application processes, you know, individuals have to go through and complete um, a considerable amount of personal detail as part of that application and and always, you know, repeating that information depending on how many times that they're actually applying for different roles. So I wanted to simplify that down. And Therefore, at the start of our process, we only actually ask them for four very basic pieces of information. So, for example, name, telephone number, whether they have the right to uh, actually work within the UK, and whether or not they feel as though they can actually get to that place of work that they're applying for. And then that's it as the first part of the actual application. They then go through and they then complete the um, predictive hire initial uh, first interview. And that uh, interview is a text-based interview uh, where we ask them just five questions. And those five questions are uh, complete, were completely customized by Iceland. We looked at what we wanted uh, from our culture. We looked at what we wanted from our people and created uh, those questions, but worked closely with predictive hire in order to ensure that the right behaviors were being measured by those questions. So the individuals go through, complete those questions, uh, and it's, it looks just like a text conversation that would be happening over anyone's phone. Uh, there's a couple of uh, text bubbles that actually come up, explain what is happening uh, with this type of interview. Somebody can watch a video that then explains it as well. But we simply go through and ask them the questions, and then the individuals just type in their answers uh, using whether that's their you know, the laptop or tablet keyboards or alternatively on the phone. And we ask them for anything between 50 and 150 words per question. And they go through, complete those five questions. And the average time that people take on there is anything between about 18 and 20 minutes in order to actually be completing those questions. Uh, once those questions are completed uh, the results are analyzed very very quickly and then we determine whether they go on to second stage or not and what kind of results are you seeing from that so far um so for us we are seeing some fantastic results uh the sifting has significantly reduced on average in a normal calendar year we were receiving circa five hundred thousand applications a year And uh, this year, by the end of this financial year in March, we probably will have received about 1.6 million applications this time around. 
Now, based on that average of the 500,000 applications in a year, our store managers are spending circa 35,000 hours a year actually conducting and doing recruitment, um, whether that's sifting or uh, actually completing applications or alternatively updating our uh, HR information systems. Now, what we've done is through this is we've significantly reduced that down to around about seven and a half thousand hours a year instead. So it's a, it's a massive uh, return of time to our managers, and they are now using that to uh, spend more time with their people in the stores and um, doing the activities that managers should be doing in stores as opposed to just that recruitment part of it. The other benefits that we're getting out of it is the candidate experience. Now, our candidates are um, actually at scoring as a, a, an 8.9 uh, out of 10 in terms of the candidate experience that they're actually going through. And also what it's doing is as well is it is significantly impacting their perception about Iceland. And uh, with us, you know, 64% of all of the applicants said that they were more likely to shop in Iceland now. Uh, over 70% of them were said that they were more likely to recommend Iceland as an employer. And that's the sort of benefits that we were never able to understand before. Um, but we know we'll be impacting the business further down the line. Now, there'll be lots of talent acquisition leaders listening who are currently in the process of looking at how they transform their approach to talent acquisition, most likely using using technology. You've obviously done something quite dramatic very quickly with some with some great results. What advice would you give to people who are looking to make this kind of change in terms of in terms of how how they manage that internally and and get people to buy into the change and and make it happen? As any talent acquisition leader will know, a critical part of installing any sort of change in that is about involving that business right from the very outset you know understanding what the size of the issue actually is understanding what the size of the prize is but then involving as many people across the business as you possibly can in terms of the project uh, the testing of the project taking on board all of the relevant feedback and making sure that they were as comfortable about the ex experience as what uh, potentially the candidates were actually going to be as well. So, you know, we tested our product uh, with senior leaders throughout the business. We tested our products with hiring managers just so that they could see what potentially it could be giving them uh, and how uh, they could actually use that. But also, we took it out to our frontline colleagues out in our stores and said to them, if you were to experience this right at the very beginning, how would you feel about it? Uh, and there was a, a unanimous view that came back and said uh, that they would have thoroughly enjoyed actually going through that process uh, and would have felt that it was it was more relaxing uh, more enjoyable than perhaps that initial quite nervy first interview. Um, so that's that's where it needs to be. It, it is about that buy-in right before you, we even start the change process and just making sure that people uh, understand the simplicity of uh, the new process that, that's actually coming through and making it 
incredibly easy to understand. So final question, what's next? What does the future of talent acquisition at Iceland look like? Uh, for us, uh, we are expanding out um, how we're using uh, the AI tool from Predictive Hire at the moment. We're looking at other areas uh, within the business that we can actually be expanding that out to. Uh, we're looking at some uh, other new technologies for specific populations within the business. Um, but for us, it is about that key part around making sure that the human element is never lost as part of that process. The candidate experience is absolutely our number one focus in the recruitment pro in for us as a talent team uh, from the recruitment side. And we're just constantly enhancing what that is like. I think we're in a situation at the moment where you know, we've got high levels of unemployment uh, in the UK. We will no doubt go to even higher levels of unemployment in the UK. And these individuals uh, that are applying to us are, are applying for a whole variety of different reasons, but they're applying out of necessity. And whatever that necessity is, is down to them as individuals. Um, but we have to treat them with respect. We have to treat them as individuals actually out in the workplace um, and we have to show them what Iceland can be like and that will be my continuous push around it and evolving uh, how we're doing the reporting evolving how we're feeding back to the candidates using predictive hire and their personality um, testing that they actually do um, that has all got to be our focus at the moment we cannot afford to be and we won't be um, a business that happily accepts uh, applications all the way through and uh, blindly sends an email that talks about if you don't hear from us in three weeks' time, then you know take it that you haven't got the role. We do not want to be in that position. We want to treat everyone as human. Jeff, thank you very much for talking to me. Thank you. My thanks to Jeff Uden. You can subscribe to this podcast in Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, or via your podcasting app of choice. Please also follow the show on Instagram. You can find us by searching for Recruiting Future. You can search all the past episodes at recruitingfuture.com. On that site, you can also subscribe to the mailing list to get the inside track about everything that's coming up on the show. Thanks very much for listening. I'll be back next time and I hope you'll join me. This is my show.